I'm Sandy Mackey. And I'm Al Curtis. What are we going to talk about today? Good, a good thing, I would think, is to have you decide what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> I have all kinds of stuff in my head, but I'm, you know, if you notice, like the last ten episodes, I've blurred it into blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So today I'm going to let you start. So one of the experiences that we've had since, well, kind of during one of our last podcasts was when we went to Denver, Colorado to spend time with about 90 of our closest friends. And while in Denver, we were asked to come up on stage and share a little bit about how we've embraced social media to grow our company. And it sounds like we have also been asked if they could feature us as role models coming up in the leadership development course that they have. So hmm. my question for the pool guy is, how does that make you feel? And when you started your career in the pool industry, could you have ever imagined the impact that you're currently having? Well, that's a loaded question. Aren't you glad you let me decide? I am so wishing <laughs> I had used my topic instead. I, I can relate. As you spoke, I had five different scenarios of things I wanted to say. I couldn't have predicted this. I know when I started the pool, my pool career, first working for someone else was simply, as, as a start, it was a summer job. It was a thing that I was going to do while I was getting my degree and then I was going to do something else. Much like all of the guys I knew that I worked with kind of went on to do these other careers and yet every one of them still dreams about the pool business. Every one of them still talks about the magic and the amazing. And of course, when we think college age, and you, you kind of get locked in that right, late high school, they early did college, it at the age that they did it all that age where your brain just engages to. with it. So yeah. they keep going back to it. I've been in it. You all still along. live it. I live it every single every day. day, and it's really cool because some of the people that we have working for us now, their dads worked with me doing this many years ago, and. I stayed in it. Could I have predicted? No. Could I have dreamed of? Yes. I I was one of those guys when I when I first came to work for the for the company before I ended up buying the company twenty years ago. Let's not talk about how long ago that was. Twenty years. Twenty years. But all of those lead, years leading up to the twenty years ago, I was that nerdy dude committed whatever, I don't know what you'd call me, that would get to the office and when I had time I'd pick up a, a, a publication and I'd read through it and I would be excited about some guy in California doing this pool that they did this and they did and I would get, I would get so involved in all of that. I would get totally into it. But I had no say. I had no influence. The previous owner, this was business. This wasn't personal growth. This wasn't changing the industry. This was not at all. I, I appreciate what Ernie did for me, the previous owner. But what I know about Ernie is this was purely business for him. This was just a way to make money. And he didn't give a crap about what it was. It just made money. And he had done well with it and life was good. I have no nothing I can say about that because it, it was he, he did fine with it. But I was always the kid, and at that time I was a kid, 
that wanted the day we went out, oh wow, what if we, what if we, he didn't want that. He wanted to just do what he had done because he had done it as long as he'd done it and he could make money doing it and that's what he did. And I reflect back on that now and realize how different my life is as a result of all of that. Now, I'm the guy in the magazine versus the guy wondering, wow, what's this guy doing that's in the magazine? That's me in the magazine. And not only that, it's normal. It's, it's not like, oh, I got my first, oh, it, it's, okay, here comes another article because it's just authentically who we are. We're going to keep, because we love creating content, because we love the industry, because we care so much about it, we're going to cre keep creating content for the industry. And, and it's been a world shift from that, those early days of what ifs to living it. Well, that brings up a couple of questions for me now that you're saying that because, yeah, you are the guy in the magazines. One of the things that you just mentioned is that you've all along been the guy wondering, ooh, what if, what if I could try this? And we find ourselves right now at a really interesting place where the demand for what we do, and I'm specifically talking building right now, is so specialized that people love the artistic projects that we are leaving a lot of really good business unbuilt because you are so artistic and it's almost like every project has to expand your uh, ability just a little bit more otherwise it's not kind of speaking to you in that way and the dilemma that we kind of find ourselves in is does it make sense to distract from the artwork right now to develop a line of pools that we're fondly referring to as the mini legendary escapes to address that part of the market so that's one of the dilemmas or questions or opportunities that's in front of us because of where we are now and then the other one is whether developing and launching the franchises right now makes sense and this is an interesting conversation because Al's currently, as most of you know, on his countdown of how many projects he has left in his career. So the question that we're facing, 42 left, is do we build those 42 and then launch the mini legendaries and the franchise, or do we try to simultaneously launch that right now? So, Al, what are your thoughts? Wow. There, there's so much. Could you have ever imagined no, that you would have this no, many kind of choices in front of you at this point? Let's let's start with this. I was figuring just the other day. I was figuring out numbers, and and I'm going to share two sets of numbers that I think are tremendously important. Maybe to me, maybe no one else gives a crap. But when we were in Denver a week ago or two weeks ago, and we were talking about our, we were asked to talk about our social media presence and all of that. There was this awareness in me that that, that astounded me, and. Until I really felt it, like the numbers mean nothing. When you have X number of views on your videos, or you have X number of minutes, it's just like, it's like funny money. It's kind of like going to the casino and you turn $100 into chips. And then the chips are no longer money, they're just things you play with. That's what minutes on a video viewage are, or number of views are. They, they don't mean anything. But what I recognize is, here's this me guy who... We have this video stuff, we have all of this, and for every minute that I take a breath in my life, every single minute, two minutes worth of video online is being watched of me talking about this stuff. 
It's bizarre. It's crazy. For every hour that I breathe, two hours of video is watched. For every day that I live, two days worth of video is watched. For every year that I live, two years worth of video is being watched. It's crazy. Do you remember when I said buckle your seatbelt? I do. I remember <laughs> when you said, do what I say and just do it and shut up and sit down and do the work and we will take over the industry. And, and you were absolutely right. So that's one, that's one set of statistics that just buckles my mind. You know what the other one is? We look at this funnel of, of work and because we've created this special niche and, and you talk to many, many legendary escapes and all of that. In pool volume alone, we could have tripled our business this year. With tripled, not like grown by 100 spent, we're talking tripled our business with like great work. Three times, yes. What we were doing, we could have done because of good work, not, not work that we have to get quotes on, not work that we're bidding against people, people that Creative, wanted our work, people that wanted our work. Project. It just didn't fit into our niche because they, did, they didn't have enough of a budget to stretch to the point where I can be challenged. Think about that. So two different, those two different sets of statistics, we could have tripled our business overnight like that this year. By saying yes. By saying yes when to all the stuff. Yeah, when the phone rang. rang. Well, when, when, not only when it rang, but when it rang for the type of stuff we do. Not when it because we could have multiplied our business by five times At by least. just saying yes to everything. Yeah. But, but just in the business that we would want to do, but it doesn't challenge me enough. So here's the challenge with being in my head and being me, is that we could have tripled our business alone by not being me, but doing the stuff we love to do. But, but I do have the sense of wanting to be challenged and to be a better version of me every day. If I only did this for money, which money is important, but it is certainly not everything. But if I only did this for money, I would have taken all of that work. But because I want to do the thing that I love, because I love to do it, because it challenges me to be bigger and better, it's painful. It's painful me to, for me sometimes to look at the work and go, Oh, if I had only done easier work, we could make more money if we just did easier work. But it doesn't fulfill well, the. It wouldn't be as much fun. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't fulfill the the me that's anxious to express itself. That's what. That's the difference. Is it's not like it's not good work because all of that stuff we passed on is good work. All of it was really good, solid, awesome customers, great work. But it didn't challenge the inside of me. Now, the flip side of that is I can look at what we're doing now going, why am I challenging myself so much? It would be easier just to get on the train track and go, even with this cool work, and just go and make the money and then have all the money. And, easier, and so there's this, yet not fundamentally satisfying. It, it would be a loss on the inside of me. And if it's going to be on the loss on the inside of me, I might as well not do it. Because I've certainly learned that I either need to love to do this I need to quit. So I'm rambling on about all of these statistics and everything else, but let me share instead a group of stories. Because there's a bunch of them. I like stories. That, that relate to Does kind of... Does have a good idea? I like stories. Let's talk about stories. Let's do stories. We're on this project right now, which is really cool, and I had the conversation with the homeowner. This exact same, same thing the other day. We were leaning up against the bar that overlooks his pool, and I was saying, you know, 
we could have tripled our business this year just in terms of volume because there's this demand for this and and I only want to do the stuff I love and I'm kind of sharing this this experience that I'm, I'm sending him through I'm taking him down this journey of he he's you know he had his parents there who are elderly and they had said so how much how much decision are you making he's like I don't know what's happening every day but so I'm sharing this with him and and then just witnessing how much more dollar volume money we could make business versus this just this love for this thing and then yesterday Katie and I go to this auction because we're looking for this thing to use on the project and I didn't tell I didn't mention it even to her but a lady looked at me from across the way and they they were bidding against me or for something she goes to her husband she goes that's the pool guy it was really interesting you go hmm local community whatever I have no idea who they are but there was this awareness this recognition well then today I'm in Home Depot and I'm buying a, a saw blade and the guy comes up to me hey do you need any help he goes I had a sweatshirt on this sweatshirt on he goes is that you and then he couldn't stop talking about it well then I got out to the job today and there's guys out and this is a Sunday but there's guys working we work seven days a week it's just our business and there's these other guys out there running some cable for the security system or something and the guy says to me one of the guys says to me he goes who did that artwork they did a great job and we got to talk about the brand of who we are and and there's just these series of so many things stack up that we've become noticeable we've become brand worthy we've become synonymous with the pool industry and when I think about that it, it's kind of it's kind of weird because I'm just this kid doing this thing that I love to do I'm not a kid anymore but I still think of myself as this kid doing this thing that I've always loved to do and I do it in such a way that somehow it's got attention and I don't know how to handle it I mean it's okay I don't mind I don't mind the attention but I'm kind of just this guy that wants to do the thing that I love to do and the thing that I love to do is in is in is in this challenge with all the stuff that could make money because like we talked about we have this huge opportunity for millions of dollars worth of work that we're turning away that we could do to do work and yet I can't justify in my mind doing the work for the money versus doing the money for the pure love the of the challenge the for the love of doing of doing the work and you know that we could say yes to a lot of stuff that would just make us all more money I'm sorry on your end that it's me doing that keeping you from making money because I'm I'm standing to this thing that I just want to do knowing that as a partner you could make more money if you could just convince me to do more work but I struggle with just doing more work for the sake of doing more work I want to love it I want to be engaged in it. I want to be deep into it I want to be knuckles deep all day long every day and, and that's kind of what my life is that's what brings me fulfillment that's what brings me me well this really brings up the quote that I'm looking at over your shoulder which is from Howard Rourke in The Fountainhead and if you really want to get to know Al on a deeper level if you have not yet picked up that book when I first picked up the book I was highlighting in the book things that I've heard come out of Al's mouth he doesn't build in order to have clients he has clients in order to build and I know that you couldn't be you and our company couldn't be what it is if we weren't doing what it is 
because also as Howard Rourke says, the only thing that matters, his goal, it's, his it's end reward, his beginning and his end is the work itself. His work done his, his way. way. Yeah. And I realize that to be something special that certain people in this world come into this world and they develop that special something within themselves and you absolutely have that because throughout the centuries there were men who took first steps down new roads armed with nothing but their own vision which is also another quote from Ayn Rand in the Fountainhead I was standing at that auction yesterday and we were there in particular here's the Here's the funny thing about my life is I'm, I've got this pool and it's kind of got this beachy, shipwreck, Spongebob theme thing going. We're expanding the theme a little bit. And I had wanted to get a you know, boat motor. And literally the second item that came up at the auction, I bought this boat motor for no money. And I, and I looked at Katie and said, we could leave now, we're done, whatever, because we got the thing we needed. And I thought I'd stay a little longer and this couple next to me started asking me questions. And they said, oh, because I turned out... Then the next few, I bought a couple more motors, and so I got three of them for like no dollars and, and, and that, and they're like, oh, you must be a collector. And I said, no, not really. They said, well, why are you buying these boat motors? And I said, well, so here's the story, and I told them a little bit about what we do, and I said, we got this project going on a little bit down the road here, and oh, really, and their eyes got this big round, like they couldn't even understand why I'm buying a, an old used boat motor for a pool project. And, and I had said, well, I don't care if it works or not because I'm burying it in cement. I just want the shape of it sticking out of concrete like it was a shipwreck. You know, a, a boat crashed into the sand and, and, and it got covered over, but the motor's exposed. And, um, and I thought, you know, I'll look at my phone. And I pull up my phone, and I didn't really have many pictures of this particular pool. But I had just laid out the patio, so I had taken just a few pictures of what was there. And you could see the sandcastle. And I had explained that we have this theme in the inside, and then there's a sandcastle on the outside. So I showed him the picture. And this guy looked at the picture on my phone, and he looked at me, and he looked at his picture. I, I haven't told you this. He looked at the picture again, and he looked at me, and he goes, you built this? I said, yeah, that's just kind of what we do. He couldn't even fathom in his own mind. Of course, we built this. It's a grotto, and on the inside of the grotto, it's all built up. But the outside looks like a, like a sandcastle. It's all made out of cement. And, and he was just bewildered that it was even possible. That's where I live. That's that place where I live where then I, then I bought these boat motors and we're hauling them and getting ready to leave and, and I've already paid my bill and I'm leaving and they, this, this boat comes up and I buy it for no money and figure out how we're going to use it in the project. Full size, really big boat. Full size boat and I ended up taking a hacksaw, a chop saw to it and cut into pieces and we, we used it and part of it looks like it's the... Uh, the tail end of it is crashed into the into the rocks, which is part of the retaining wall, and we're gonna concrete and mud around that and put a, a boat motor on it, like it just crashed into the. And then the other part sticking up, and that's where we're gonna hide the wood for the fire pit, and you know th those types of things. But that's the world that I live in all the time. How can I see this piece of junk boat that that someone would hold in reverence as a Chris Craft something something that I cut it up and use it in the pool? But who else would cut it up and use it in a pool? So the net result is, is I'm living in that space of, of what if. What if I could dream new dreams and dream bigger things? I could go back to building pools that just are pools because, you know, we could do mini legendary escapes all day long money. because it would be money. But the reward would have to be, I'd have to be building something over here for who knows what that I would be spending every penny on to try to do. 
instead of just building what I love to do, and, and that's that. That's that well, quandary. I think when we were having the discussion, we were kind of going back and forth, and we had a discussion with one of our other main construction people in the company, and after that kind of discussion that we had, I said, you know what, we'll know when it's right. We stick to the art, we stick to the thing that we love, and when it's time, it'll yeah. it'll just happen. Yeah, and I think there's probably a place for right customer, right time, slip that one in there, right customer, right time, slip it in there, and then just do the art. So building pools for the sake of building pools is still awesome. There's still pieces that I can love, but but that not being challenged to the next level is what you know it, it's it's that's the that's the love and the hate of it is that being squeezed and pushed to the to the nth degree is painful and hurts but it's delicious at the same time and i think having but it's some the of that best part you would it's have the it best any part other I, wouldn't, way. I wouldn't have it any other way because then i can look back like right now we're here here i am out on the job earlier today I got this front half of the boat that I cut off, and then I cut off some more of it, and I'm standing it up to fit it over here. And then we whacked off the back half of the boat, and we're putting it over here, and I'm standing back looking at it going, this is pretty cool. You know, th this is pretty awesome that we can even have the idea to do it, let alone actually doing it. I don't even know what the homeowner's going to say when they get out there. It doesn't matter, because I'm going to do it anyway. But it's going to be spectacular and then we're going to carve around it we're going to carve a, a wharf scene around it and that becomes part of the retaining wall that you know what it could just be boulders but why just be boulders if it could be something like that you know and and it's things like that that just keep me absolutely fired up all the time is that enough that's, that's is that the, enough for today that's where the magic is it is it's, it's living in that magical place and being so fired up about I can't help but be fired up about it. I don't know if you can tell or not but I can't help but be fired up about that because I get to live in this space of what if what if I could do something just bizarre and buy a thing that you know, whatever would think I would buy and then cut it up and use it in a project and whatever and yet the net result is freaking spectacular it's pretty cool all right Howard it's fabulous I looked at that book today by the way and on, a, on another side note of all of that mm -hmm. That book is sitting on my dresser, and I looked at it today and said, I need to read it again. And then you brought it up today. So, how interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We're out.